Overripe Bananas back again. This time we're going to bring to you our NFL divisions uh, rankings. We're going to go through – it's not really rankings. We're just going to break down the divisions. We'll go through uh, all eight divisions. We'll probably do, do this over a four-week span, so it'll be good. We'll break down. We'll do a little overrated, underrated players th- throughout each team, a breakout candidate and some fantasy sleeper for each team. We'll give a top five overall of uh, best players of the division. We'll rank some coaches. And we'll just give some overall all talk on uh, each team. I'm Will. I'm here with you again. I got my boy Pac-Man. What's going on, Pac? Not much, not much. Just excited to break down the AFC South today. Yeah, absolutely. AFC South, it's a better division than you think. I mean, you always think AFC South, you're like, blah, blah, blah. AFC South is always not that great, but it's actually a pretty good division. Yeah. With an exception, it's gotten better. Yeah, it, it, it has. I mean, they got some some players in there. They got, I mean, Tennessee Titans were in the AFC Championship game last year, so they have some momentum. Mm-hmm. But yeah, let, let, let's kick this off. We'll, 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 we'll break it down. Uh, we'll give who we think the top five overall players, regardless of position, are for for the AFC South. Do you want to go lead us off with who who you think who who you got? All right. Do you want me to just go number five? We're going to go back and forth, or you want to? Yeah, yeah. Go number five, and then I'll I'll I'll, I'll go my number five. You know, kind of like we did our power rankings right. before. My number five may be a sleeper, but it's uh Kevin Byard from the Tennessee Titans of safety. Yeah, I like it, I like it a lot. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, he was he's definitely one of the the names I wrote down. Didn't make my top five, but but I could totally see that. Uh, number five, I kind of have as like a tie. I really didn't want to put either one of these guys on here, but. It's like a, I, I just felt like I had to. I have Derrick Henry and I have J.J. Watt kind of as a tie for the fifth best player in okay. the division. Like okay. I said, didn't really want to put either one of them, but I guess they both deserve it. I had real considerations about both of them making it, but neither one of them made my top five. Yeah, I was very, very leery on it. But but Derrick Henry was a beast last year, and J.J. Watt, I guess, has earned that right. I don't know. Maybe yeah. I don't really even – not even sure I believe it, but – if I would rank him, I'd put Henry above. So let me take Henry. Okay. All right. Number four, you want to go first? Uh, number four, I have uh, Laramie Tunzel from the Houston Texans offensive tackle. Okay. That's a good pick. I didn't have him. That's a really good pick. I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Former Miami Dolphin. Yeah. Franchise left tackle for them. I like that. Yes, sir. Okay. Um, I have Josh Allen at number four, the defensive end for Jacksonville. Jacksonville, nice. I do not have a Jacksonville Jaguar in my top five players, but I do, I do like Josh Allen. Good, good player. To get what ten and a half sacks as a rookie, I think he led all rookies last year with sacks. Yeah, he's, he's, not quite as good as the Josh Allen quarterback that we like so much. <laughs> I'm MVP. kidding, but yes, your your breakout MVP player this year. We'll get to that when we get to the AFC East, but. But yes, Josh Allen, very good, very good pass rusher, no doubt. Yep. If I like him a lot, I really do. It's the only bright spot I see on that team, to be honest with you. Right now, yeah. Yeah, so. So, so who you got at three? I have Deshaun Watson at number three. Okay. I know that, that seems low, but I just, I don't know. I have him at number three. I think there's two people in the division that are better than him. I like it. I like it a lot. I have Darius Leonard at number three. Okay. The, the Indianapolis Colts. You know, I mean. Should have been a Pro Bowler both 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 years in the league. I mean, what he, I'm pretty sure he led the league in tackles as a rookie. He was great again last year. Yep, one of my favorite linebackers. 
Yeah, I mean the the, the upcoming linebackers, the, the the young guys are 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 here and they're ready to play. Yep. Okay, I like that one. I like that call. Yeah, and and so I'll, I'll jump right into number two. Number two, I have a, a teammate of Darius Leonard. I have Quentin Nelson, the offensive guard for the Indianapolis Colts, who I think okay. might be the best interior lineman in the game right now. Okay. All right, I like that. I like that. Uh, and number two, I have DeForest Buckner. Okay. Fresh off the the 49ers, I think he's the best – one of the best defensive linemen in football behind Aaron Donald. So I, I like it. I mean, yeah, Buckner's on – was he was on the short list, but I, I, I don't really have anything bad to say about him. I think your San Francisco 49ers background might be swaying your decision a little bit there, but that's all good. <laughs> it might be. It might be. I probably – it might be. Uh, my number one is actually Quentin Nelson, who I think is the best – Offensive lineman, all of football. Right. So, no arguments with me. I mean, I am too. And by process of elimination, you could tell I have Deshaun at number one. Yep. Deshaun's just a baller. There's nothing. He he just wins. He carries that team. He makes Bill O'Brien look a lot better than he is. I have nothing bad to say about Deshaun Watson. It was really hard for me to put him number three, to be honest with you. Yeah. Oh, I bet. Yeah. And it's, 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 Sexy to put the quarterback number one. So true. Maybe that's why I didn't do it. I wanted to change it up. I think, like I said, I think Buckner and Nelson. But you can't go wrong with either either, either people we had on our list. So yeah, I like it. I think that uh, it's a. I mean, it's it's a pretty solid, solid, solid group right there. It is, and it's tough to do. You didn't think it'd be that tough to rank top five players without positions, and it's tough. It really yeah, is, especially going from three to two to one to down like that but but i think i wrote nine names down and i i broke that down into five okay yeah a couple people i left off i left off leonard but i really like him he was definitely on my list Derek henry jj watt they were both high on my list so yeah they just missed the cut yeah yeah the the the, your your josh allen was the was kind of my surprise name you had on there to be honest with you yeah yeah I, I I didn't. I mean, I think he's got potential to be there. I don't know that he's there yet, but just my thought. With with, with the Josh Allen talk, why don't we get into the Jaguars? We'll start with the Jaguars. Okay, I, mean, I, think, every, I think that makes sense. <laughs> I think everybody expects them to be the the bottom tier of this division, probably even the whole league. So I, I agree a hundred percent, and my record says that 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 I have for them. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, so how do you want, to, do you want to go record? Yeah. Well, well, I'll, I'll just, yeah, we'll, we'll just see what we got, what, but what they got going on. I mean, their schedule isn't, it isn't really that tough. I don't think any of these uh, AFC South schedules were real tough no. I mean, outside of their divisions. They're playing the, the uh, NFC North and the AFC North as their two divisions. And then each team has their two random games. I mean, Doug Marone is back coaching again. He's had uh, just brought Jacksonville to one playoff experience, appearance in his his coaching career down there. He's a whopping thirty seven and forty five record <laughs> for his coaching career. Twenty two and twenty eight with the Jaguars. You know, he used to coach in Buffalo before that. So, a little yeah. surprised they kept him on this year. Yeah, me too. I thought he'd be he would have been gone. But you're right; their schedule really doesn't look that tough. I just don't yeah. see them winning a lot of games on there. No, I mean it's, they were six and ten last year with the over under. Uh, on that, they're going to be under that, correct? Oh, yeah, by a lot. <laughs> right, so, so, so 
Give it to me. How many? Uh, how many wins do you think they got? I got them at one and fifteen. One, <laughs> and you probably struggled to get to that one. Yeah, I gave it to them uh, at home against Detroit. Was the one, yeah. the one when I gave them. So <laughs> I'm right. I'm right there with you. I have them at, at two wins, two and fourteen. Okay. Okay. The same thing. I have them winning at home against Detroit, and I have them winning at home against Chicago. Oh, I I went back and forth on the Chicago one. To be honest with you. I did. Yeah, I that I was the tough to, one. That, yeah, I almost picked him to 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 lose to Chicago and win at uh, week seventeen against the Colts because maybe the Colts won't be playing anybody. Okay. That was the thought that was coming into my mind, like some kind of a cheap win there. But I didn't even think about that. That's a good point. I actually, I yeah, wanted to I, be a. I almost haven't picked to beat Green Bay, but you know that's just my Green Bay hatred. But I didn't do it. <laughs> yeah, at, at Green Bay in week ten, that that's does tough. not sound no. like a victory. No, that's tough. No, I think if and, they were and, at, uh, oh, go ahead. No, I'm going to go. I was just gonna say, I uh, I almost had them winning, splitting with one division team. I almost had them beating Houston at home, but I, I don't know. I think Watson's too good. I don't think they'll beat them. That was only yeah, my other option. I mean, it's that's that's funny though. Yeah, because to go winless in the division is probably not going to happen. But if anybody can do it, it's them. Yeah, based on what what I'm looking at at these <laughs> rosters, they they don't look very oh, very good. It was very thin. All right, well, yeah, okay. So go ahead. You want to jump into the overrated player? Who you got at the no, most just, overrated? Just, no, no. I'm sorry. Just one more one more thing I wanted to point out with the the the, the win loss over unders. Uh, DK Sportsbook had them at four and a half. You and I are both obviously under yeah. that number. It's hard to go. Just a little. It's hard to rank a team under that if you're a sportsbook though. So I can. Oh, of course, yeah. I, I just have this all down just for a little reference to see what side we sit. Yeah, on. but I can see we're why probably going to. That's. Yeah, we're probably we're probably going to be on the same side of a lot of those. I would guess too. Yeah, I would think so. But but yeah, now we'll jump into the little overrated and underrated. Give me give me some overrated player player you got for the. Generals. I got Leonard Fournette as the most overrated player. Yes, sir. I have the exact same player <laughs> as overrated. I'm not even sure he'll be on the team when the season starts. But and the other player I wrote down as kind of could be overrated. I mean, was Gardner Minshew? Yeah. Which I mean, I know it sounds silly because he really didn't doesn't he's not really rated that much. But I think if he didn't have that ridiculous mustache, he wouldn't. They wouldn't talk about him at all. Yeah, there would be no Minshew mania. Yeah, I I could. Yeah, I I mean that that was that was the the overratedness. I mean Minshew mania. Come on, it's just a guy (laughs) who looks like a a seventies porn star. That doesn't mean he's good. It's hard to argue that, and I agree one hundred percent. So, but yeah, that's one. So, so give me an underrated player um, you got for the, for those Jaguars. I actually have uh, Josh Allen. I think he's underrated, even though I have him in my okay. top five. I think yeah. I don't think he gets because of Bosa. Be I think Bosa took away a lot of his shine. Okay, absolutely. If that makes sense. I, I mean, I, 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 I struggled with uh, with the underrated player, but but I really think it's DJ Chark. Okay. I think he has potential to be like a legit number one receiver. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, and 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 that's really the only guy I had for for an underrated player on the Jaguars. Just to, to clarify, I know it's weird to have Allen as my underrated when I have him in my top five. Right, right. But like I said, I think just think that he got overshadowed by Nick Bosa, and I don't think he gets the credit that he deserves for how good of a season he had and no, what he could do. So just want to clarify absolutely. that. Absolutely. No, and, and and it makes total sense considering he's on Jacksonville, who's 
a team that nobody really cares about, even when they are good. Yeah. So never mind when they're when they're bad. Exactly. So it, it, it makes total sense. But then uh, he's kind of the guy I had as my breakout candidate. I had I had Josh Allen as my my breakout candidate okay. this year. So same for me. I guess it kind of falls falls in line. I also had uh, the, the the rookie cornerback Henderson from Florida. I I, I think he could be a solid rookie and a breakout player. I know a rookie is hard to say a breakout, but I think he, he has the potential. Okay. I had Allen as my breakout, so. Okay. Yeah. I think he'll burn. Uh, I mean, yeah, you're, you're all in on Josh. I am. I'm all in on on the offensive (laughs) and the defensive side. I know. doesn't matter. Just name yourself Josh Allen. I'm in. (laughs) That's right. And uh, a couple other things I, I noted here about the Jaguars. I mean, I, I think their their strongest, uh, <coughs> excuse me, their strongest like overall unit on the team is their wide receiver core. Okay. Just like as as a unit, I thought that I, I mean, with Chark, you know, I like him, and I think Westbrook is all right, and Keelan Cole, and they got some some new guys coming in. And the, the the interesting guy on this on this team for me was Tyler Eifert. How's he gonna? What are they going to get out of him? Is he going to even be able to play anymore? I thought he was. He could be good, but I mean, he's one little hit away from never playing again. Yeah, he's got back problems, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah, he's he's a mess, but he had talent. I, I don't know. Yeah, he, when he was he, healthy, he knows? was he was a top fantasy tight end. When he was healthy, he was yeah very well. Very yeah, good. that was he was he was the one guy who I was caught my interest at least. Yeah. Uh, Speaking who, of fantasy, yep, I was just you got say. any fantasy sleepers on there? Go ahead. I do. DJ Shark fantasy? is my fantasy sleeper. D- DJ Shark. That's I have him. I'm not sure that he's a sleeper, but I have him as well. And I, have, I think definitely for for season long, I think DJ Shark is a good fantasy sleeper. Yep. And as as for for daily fantasy, I think Gardner Minshew could be in any week kind of a fantasy sleeper. Yeah, I I can see that. I didn't even think about daily when I was thinking about that, but that's a good point. I could see him being a cheap sneaky yeah. quarterback for daily football yeah that, that, yeah because I, I they're going to be down they're going to be thrown I, and i believe their best unit is their receiving core so i that's where i could, was kind of headed with that one okay i like that that's a good one i i could see that for daily yeah i don't think i would draft him in season long oh, but no. for daily i think throw in a couple Minshew chark lineups and <laughs> see where it goes from there you know yeah i don't think he's draftable in a season long league either to be honest no Although maybe in the same theory, but they're going to throw a lot, so I don't know. Yeah, I just think you could find better in a not I being I won't for be cash and stuff in a season long. I think you could find a better, yeah. better guy. Yeah, I won't be drafting him. No. We'll draft secret, not drafting Minshew. No, that's okay. <laughs> Jason will draft him. Yes. That's for another time. Jason, yeah, right. <laughs> uh, so you got anything else on the Jaguars or no? No, that's it. That's all I have. Um, I like your call yeah. on their receiver core because I do like a lot of their receivers. I really like Keenan Cole a lot, so I thought he was yeah, actually going to have a better year last year. They, they, overall, I thought that was their best like mm-hmm. positional unit. So, although I think their their D line's got some talent, you know what I mean? But I mean, I don't know they're going to trade uh, in Dogway, so that that'll affect their D line. But yeah, and they lost Campbell and and. I don't know. I don't want to leave out guys like Miles Jack. I think he's a good player on that team. So yeah. he's a good young linebacker. They're, yeah, they're they're looking more for top five pick than they are making the playoffs next year. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. All right, what team do you want to jump into right. next? What whatever? What, what are you thinking? Let's go Titans. Let's jump into the Titans. Okay, Tennessee. Okay. Tennessee. 
Okay, so the Titans coming off a loss in the AFC Championship game to the Chiefs, 9-7 season last year. Mike Vrabel, his third year, third year as head coach, 18-14 and 14 overall record. I mean, Titans, I think Titans overachieved last year. I don't think they were the second-best team in the AFC at any point in time. Yeah, Derek I Derrick Henry balled, balled out. I mean, I don't know. Give me some. Give me some thoughts overall. Just quick thoughts on Titans before we start breaking stuff down. For the Titans, I uh, I agree. I think they overachieved a lot last year. I mean, I think they just got lucky and and Henry carried them at the carried them through the playoffs. They were hot. So yeah. So, so what do you got? Win win, win, win loss. Where you got the ten, Tennessee Titans after? I have them at nine and seven. I have them also at nine and seven. So. Which disappointed me because in my power rankings, I think I had them top three. So, oh boy, yeah. See, yeah, I had them. I had them nine and seven as well. I think it's pretty balanced out schedule. Mm-hmm. I think they're, I think based on talent, they're seven to nine to nine and seven team. Nothing really sticks out for me. No, I, it's the quarterback for me that uh, that brings me down on the Titans. So I don't think Tannehill is really that guy. I think he got hot in a couple games last year, so. Yeah, and I mean, it was Derrick Henry. He wasn't even – they weren't even relying on Tannehill to do much. Yeah, exactly. He had a couple good games, but they, like you said, they were everything was focused on Henry. That's what everything was focused on in Tennessee. But I do like their head coach a lot. So. Right, yeah. I, I, I do like Vrabel. I mean, coming from New England, you know, the Bill Belichick style, so to speak, which generally doesn't work out too well for a – most other teams, but I think we're starting to see some guys now that are going to start hitting. I was just going to ask you, do you think he's the best Belichick disciple so far? So Did far, you? I would say, I would say yes, but yeah. I, I think uh, Brian Flores is going to surpass him. I do too. How about uh, Patricia? I, I don't, I don't think he. Would. I can't stand Patricia. <laughs> I can't believe he, they didn't fire him last year. <laughs> Me either. Me, either. I'm surprised he saw the job, and yeah. He, he might get fired yeah. by the end of the year. Oh, yeah, right? And everywhere you hear, all the players hate him. Uh, he's just, he, I don't get it. I don't like him. I, I shouldn't say all the players. You you hear more of players that dislike him than you do of players that like him. Can <laughs> I say that? Yeah, you can say that. You can say either way. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, right? So, so yeah, 9-7. and seven. Uh, I'm, I'm not surprised we both agree on 9-7 and seven for them. Yeah, 9-7. and seven. I, Not sure if that's going to be good enough for a playoff spot. Probably. And the seven teams make a playoff this year, I would say they'll probably get them into a wild card. Yeah, the AC is not, not very strong, so outside the top three teams. Yeah, and, and this team has enough talent to make a run in the playoffs again. They might be more built for postseason than they are for regular season as well. So I would agree with that, actually. I, yeah. That was going to be one of my points. I think they're more of a play, uh, postseason team than they are a regular season team. Right. I would be more afraid of them in the postseason just because of their, their style of offense with Henry and stuff. So, yeah, that was going to be my point about them. Okay. See, we're, I'm, I'm ahead of you here. Sorry. <laughs> so, it's all good. How about you start where but, you're overrated if you have but, nothing but, else? But here, let me just do the, the DK over-under. It's funny. We both had them at 9-7, and seven, and the DK over-under was 8.5, which was pretty spot on. So Yeah. I could see that. Just, though, but yeah. Yeah, just an interesting little – Side side note about that. Okay, so so overrated. I don't think you're going to be surprised by my overrated player. That it is Ryan Tannehill. 
Yeah, I can't yeah. believe it. At, at some time last year, you're watching the, the TV and these guys are talking about him like he's a top five quarterback in the league. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, I I agree 100. percent He's my overrated player for them too. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> he's I, I I'm I watched him with the Dolphins for all these years. He's not that good. I mean, he's okay, but he's not a top five player in the league or, or quarterback in the league. That's insane. Yeah, he last year he was probably the second best quarterback in that division. In the division, yeah, yeah, but not a top five. I don't even think he's top five in the conference. Never mind the NFL, right? <laughs> it, it, it was it was Derrick Henry, right? That's all. That's what it was. So, and it was smart coaching, of course. That that played a big role. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Uh, uh, another player I wrote down as overrated is Malcolm Butler. Okay. Yep. I had him as a as a number two to that too. He hasn't been. He I think he made what that one great play in the Super Bowl. And then he just hasn't really been anything since then. So yeah, he he's one of those that was just just he did make a great play and credit to him. I just don't think he's a top player. And maybe I'm even stretching to say he's even considered a top player. But I just wanted to bring him up. Yeah, I don't think people consider him a top player anymore. That's kind of why no. I'm Dan Hill. Yeah. So. All right. So who you got for underrated? Underrated, I have a Dory Jackson. Okay. The cornerback. Yes, sir. But I also have him as my – I don't want to – spoiler, I also have him as my breakout, but I just want to explain what I have him there for. He was the yeah, sixth-ranked cornerback on uh, Pro Football fa- uh, Focus. So, okay, not sure nice, yeah. uh, on yard On throws that were 20 yards or more, he had only gave up 12 catches, and he broke up 22 passes on those. So, I think he's I a like legit it. number one corner, and I think he'll – he's going to break out this year. I think people are going to see it. I like it. I like we'll it a lot. One there. Yeah, no, that was good. The un- the underrated player I have is Janu Smith. Okay. I think it's easy for them easy for them to let Delaney Walker just walk away. I think Janu is is always had the talent, and I think it's being a first year as a full time starter. I think he's going to prove that he's capable this year. Okay. You can't you can't be mad at that. No, which he also also goes into my breakout candidate as well is Johnu Smith. That's funny that we both had to, <laughs> we both had well, it like I, that. I, I, I realized after I started doing it, it's kind of like the same thing, but it, it really isn't, but it's it's definitely has the same kind of aspects to it. Yes. Yeah. But I like Johnu Smith. I, I think you're right. I think, it, like you said, it was easy for him to get rid of Walker. And I, I think yeah. it'll be good. And they also have that Frisker, who I think is a decent tight end. They found some ways to use him last year. Yeah. So... Which uh, uh, won me a big bet with that Frisker. So nice. And there you go. <laughs> yeah. Which a uh, couple notes, a couple other notes I have here uh, is could Derrick Henry repeat that success? I mean, could he do it for 16 games? Is he gonna, is he gonna have the, the will to do that, do that for the whole season, you know? Yeah. That's going to be the tough part for them because he's, teams are going to focus on I mean, they focused on him last year too, but he's just so big. But how how long can he keep that up for? You know what I mean, right? Like like, are they even going to bother to waste him early on in the season to just save him up for the, the 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 run through the late December and playoff run? You know, yeah. And they might be able to, like we've said before, that with the AFC not being very deep, they might be able to do that. Yeah. So nine and seven, was, we said might get them in. But I think their their seasons has to has to come down to whether Derrick Henry could could be what he was last year. Yeah. 
Or you don't think yeah, he's going to down to Tannehill if he can keep up what he was doing? I don't. I don't think Tannehill could if Derrick Henry isn't any good. I, d- okay. I just think that, yeah, if, if, if Derrick Henry's averaging three yards a carry, they're not going to be good. They'll only win six games. I don't, I don't disagree with you. I was just – I feel like uh, Henry is definitely their most important player, but I think Tannehill is right there. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I don't, I, I don't want to give Tannehill too much credit, but I don't think they make that playoff push if he's not doing what he's doing. You know what I mean? I don't want to discredit what he did either. Right. I mean, Tannehill is a smart football player. He has ability. He just got to not make the mistakes, and, and he did that well last year. Yeah. Uh, maybe he turned a new leaf. We'll see. And, and he uses his legs when he needs to. He's deceptively fast, so. I, I yeah, really... he is. Well, I mean, former wide receiver, so he's yeah. got to be at least decently quick. Mm-hmm. I wonder yeah. how many people then... actually know that about him. Oh, everybody knows about that about him. <laughs> that was the talk when he was getting drafted. Oh, he played wide receiver at Texas A&M. Oh, yeah, he played wide receiver at Texas A&M. Oh, it didn't work out too well in Miami for him. Yeah, yeah, that that and and and, and his wife. His wife was also uh, a lot of talk at the town then. <laughs> but uh, we don't need to get into that. <laughs> no, no, I just just a, something I needed to bring up. The only other player I wrote down as 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 any is even noteworthy is 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 Corey Davis. Okay. Colossal colossal bus make or break year. I don't know. This is this is it for him though. Yeah. Is he your sleeper for fantasy? Is that what, is that who you have? No, 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 no. That was just a guy I wrote down. No, I, okay. I don't have a sleeper. I think he's more bust than anything. Okay. I agree. I, I think he's getting taken over by a receiver there. Yeah. So. I mean I, I I like AJ Brown. I think he had a great year. I think he's clearly their best receiver. Mm-hmm. That's my fantasy sleeper, actually. All right, I like it. So, I mean, I don't know. Um, would you consider him a sleeper? I mean, he I, had a pretty good I mean, year. Yeah, because nobody's looking at him as a as a top ten receiver. Okay. Right. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I don't think anybody a, is a, a a good number two receiver. I would think on your fantasy team. Yeah, I think the the upside is well worth taking him. So, you know, I, mean? I think he could he could end up a top top ten top five receiver. So. The only thing oh, that I think yeah. will kill him is the is the offense. Is if they if Tannehill is not very good, then that'll affect him. Well, yeah, of course. That goes well saying. Yeah. The fantasy sleeper I have is not really a big surprise. It's Johnu Smith. <laughs> he was all three of them for you. <laughs> he is, and I probably will draft him in a lot of my leagues. Okay. Oh, let me write that down. You could write it down. It's all right. I don't think you're going to jump the gun on John U. Smith on me, but maybe. <laughs> Highly unlikely. Oh, that's great. You really yeah. are a big fan of John U. Okay. I, I'm, I'm, I'm big on John U. Smith this year. Yeah, I really am. All right. I can't be ridiculous. mad at it. It sounds ridiculous that I'm hyping up John U. Smith in May, but hey, here we are. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. So I feel like we're going to talk about him a lot during our fantasy episodes. Oh, John U. Smith. <laughs> Love John U. Smith. <laughs> Season that's long, great. weekly, every week. I love him. Uh, that's great. That's kind of how I feel about A.J. Brown. I, I just think he's going to be. But John I, I, might be the better option, to be honest with you, with the style that they play. Yeah. That's what he I might mean, be I the better Tannehill, option. Tannehill likes the tight end. I, I'm i going John Okay. I like that. You, you're swaying me on John All right. There you go. That's the whole idea here. <laughs> I like it. Do you want to go to who do you want to do next? Let's do Houston. 
Houston? All right, I'm, I'm yeah. down for Houston. Give me Houston Texans. All right. Houston uh, Texans. So Houston Texans coming off a 10-6 and six season last year. They were uh, AFC South champions. Bill O'Brien's still the head coach. He surprisingly is 52-44 and 44 in his career. He only has one losing season in all his yeah. years. Yep. He has a I good mean, record. They consistently make the playoffs. I, I don't know. Maybe Bill O'Brien isn't that bad. I don't know. It's just in the playoffs. Yeah, and, and some of his and some of his general manager decisions as well. Yeah, I don't think you can mention Houston without mentioning the trade of DeAndre Hopkins. So right, I, I wanted to put him as the number one player in the division, but then I looked; he wasn't there. <laughs> right, he would have been my number one if he was there. For I mean, sure. They they did get David Johnson in return, though. They did. He might be on my list somewhere on here. That was a sarcasm too. <laughs> David Johnson. Oh, oh, they already had decent. They were better off with Hyde and Hyde and Duke Johnson. I think. I, hey, I don't know. But, I agree. I, I I I I used to like David Johnson, but some watching him some of those games last year, he was like a slug. He could barely move. Yeah, I'm with I don't you. Know if that was injury or what, but he was, just did not look very good last year. Yeah, they looked a lot. The Cardinals looked a lot better once they got Ken injury. Yeah. Right, you know even I mean? when, it really hurt, even, it really hurt David Johnson. Right, even when they had Chase Edmonds in there, he looked a lot better. Yeah, true, true. So, what do you got, Houston? At what's the record? I have them at nine and seven. Ooh, nine and seven. Okay, I have them at seven and nine. Okay, okay. Uh, quick so note: I did have them at seven and nine, but then I okay. gave them two extra wins uh, at Cleveland and at Chicago. Okay. So, yeah, but I did have them originally at seven and nine. Okay, those two games, I have them losing both of those games as well. Yeah, I did. But and then I went back and I looked it over and I was like, yeah, I think they could beat those two teams. So, seven and nine. Like, like when we when we broke down the, the AFC, I, I was saying they're, they're going to start 0 and 4. And I still believe they're going to start 0 and 4. Yeah, I have them 0 and 4 to start. Yeah. That's a tough first four games that they have. Yeah, I have them 1 and 5, actually, with the yeah. only win coming over Jacksonville. Is there a tougher first four games? Do you think? Can you get any tougher than so. that? I, I know it's, it's it's really tough. I mean, at Kansas City, home to Baltimore, at Pittsburgh, and then Minnesota. I, I, I that think is the only game. The only game they might be favored to be against Minnesota, and I think Minnesota beats them. Yeah, yeah. I actually have them going one and five, like you said, one yeah. and six, two and seven. I think to start. That's crazy. Two and six to start, and then I have them going on a nice one little win streak. So, yeah, the the the, the schedule definitely softens up a little bit, but it's still it's it's uh, yeah I don't see a, a playoff season for the Texans this year. Okay, even though I, I love I, Deshaun Watson. Yeah, I think they're going to tie with Houston or with Tennessee, and I think I think it's because Watson maybe is why I have him a nine and seven. You know what I mean? I just think he'll get them to some Fair wins enough, that they yeah. couldn't get. Yeah, he's definitely going to keep them in games, no question. Yep. Even if he gets poked in the eye, yeah, right. But he—he <laughs> he is. He's—he's a, he's a baller. He always—he's—he's. He's, I know you compared him to a little bit to Russell Wilson in one of our prior uh, conversations, but it's—it's a—it's a very fair comparison. Yep, I did always... just because I think everything's on him, just like everything's on Russ. Right, and 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 so. they got the the receivers who who could be really good. I mean, even though they got rid of Hopkins, they still have some of those guys like Fuller and. Kenny Stills and Randall Cobb and those guys, you know, decent receivers. 
for as good as Watson is, I think Will Fuller is the key to the offense. Yeah. If he could stay healthy. Yeah, and that's a big if. That is. I mean, the Cooks will be good for them stills. Oh, that's right. I kind of like – I like QT. I think he's pretty. I think he's decent. So they have Darren Fells, pretty good tight end. Yeah, a lot of those guys are just remind me of the same player, though. That's the only thing that right. worries me about that team. There are a lot of smaller receivers. That's yeah, the, that's what I think. Little, of I think of. little fast guys. I mean, why? What's the difference between Brandon Cooks and Will Fuller? I think Fuller is probably taller, right? He's probably he's probably taller. Yeah, but but there's yeah. really not all that much difference. And then yep. Kenny Stills and Kiki. Cootie are the same kind of player as well. Yeah, and then they have Randall Cobb, right? Randall Cobb, who's like a mixture of them all. It's like they have all these guys <laughs> that are the same player. I mean, I know Cobb's I, not the speed guy, but I agree. I agree that they are the same. I, I the only one I think is different to me is Fuller. I just think he's because he's the biggest one, so yeah. I see him being different. But it's like I don't know. That's not how you would build a, a receiving core, I don't think. But I don't know. Bill <laughs> O'Brien's proven to be a good, uh, a winning head coach. So who are we to argue with them, right? Yeah, right. How the hell do I know? <laughs> but that's so. Who do you got as some overrated players? Player All right, I have. Players? I actually have two overrated players for them. Okay. So I have David Johnson. Okay. And I have Kenny Stills. Okay. Kenny Stills, uh, Kenny Stills. You, you, you don't like Kenny Stills. No, he was the 60th ranked receiver last year. And then he hasn't been better than 46 in the last five seasons. True, but he would play for some pretty pretty bad Dolphins teams during that span. Yeah, yeah, true. I just don't I don't know. I don't say it. I don't like Stills as much as a lot of people do. Okay. So. I, I mean, I, I don't think he's a pro bowler, but I I, I like it. I like the call. The overrated. I also have two players for 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 uh, for Houston as overrated. the The receiver I have just is Brandon Cooks. Okay, I think he's extremely overrated. If any guy that's on like seven teams already has to be overrated, right? There's something there. Yeah how how, how could you be on all these teams if you're really a good player? I mean, and every team. What well, I, I might be wrong, but he's went to the Super Bowl in New England, correct? Yeah. And he, he went to Super Bowl with the Rams. With the Rams, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's something I mean, there. There's got to be something I, I there then. He, yeah, why does he keep getting traded? I, I, it's, yeah. It, but, but you're right, though. He's always on the teams. that I, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but to be honest, you're, what is it? It's his fourth team, right? Yeah. Fourth team. He started with the Saints, the Patriots, Rams, and now the Texans. That's, that's a lot of different teams. And to be traded every single time as well. <laughs> something's wrong. yeah there's got to be something that we don't know whether it's locker room stuff or yeah or something no, I, or... I don't think he's a bad locker room guy I just i don't know what it is he's like a he's just a little one-trick pony guy i guess i don't know yeah yeah He'll, well he's gonna have to be the number one here do you think he was the number one in with the rams i i don't think he should ever have been considered a number one but I, I guess I don't. Know. I think Robert Woods played that number one role. I don't know. They're both. He's yeah. more of a number. He's more of a number two receiver as well. I agree, though. I think Woods, Woods and Cup were higher than him in priority of getting the ball to him. You know oh, what I mean? Right. right. Yeah. So, but he's but, stepping in the big shoes down here in Houston. So we'll see. Yeah, I don't think he could even try to be Hopkins. So I, I yeah. No. They're gonna have all. to. They're going to have to do it collectively as a group with those five guys receiver-wise. Yep. But and then, I, I, Go ahead. I'm sorry. I just think that uh, – I think it'll be tough for them. But I think Watson will get them to a winning record. 
Okay, I mean, I have seven and nine, so I'm not that far off. I just no, think the, the schedule is yeah. tough. Yeah, it's hard after those first four. That's it's tough to bounce back and go nine and seven after going zero and four. So one and five. I think Bill O'Brien might be on the outside looking in after one and five. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He actually, I might actually think he might be. No, I think Marone will get fired before he does, but. Okay, fair enough. That's all I was saying. I was actually going to say something else about O'Brien, but I think I ranted about him enough in uh, oh, the power fine. ranking. No, that's fine. Yeah, <laughs> O'Brien, not my favorite head coach either, but yeah, but I don't want to. Okay, let me, let me give. No, you're good. Let me give my other overrated player, which is everybody's favorite player, JJ Watt. Okay, I had you were going to have yeah. him overrated. He's extremely overrated. I mean, he used to be good. I don't think he's even close to what he once was when he was younger and explosive before a lot of injuries. Okay. Now he's just a household he's just a household name and everybody still talks about him like he's a top five player. He's not. I was gonna ask you if you think it's more just health reasons of why he's not what he was. Well I was I mean I think there's a little added hype to JJ Watt always. I mean he was a good player. I don't know if he was always a great stats will say he's he's one of the one of the better ones, but I, I I don't know. I think he was always a little bit overrated. Now I think he's just extremely overrated. Okay. Now let me throw a still... curveball question at you. Okay. Is J.J. Watt a Hall of Famer at this point? In my opinion? Yeah. Or will he make it? No. In your Well, I think he'll make it. I think we could probably both agree that he'll make yeah. it. But in he, your he's, opinion. He's definitely going to make it. He's borderline. Okay. I'd have to dig in a little more to, into his career stats. They're probably a lot better than I, I'm giving him credit for as well. Okay, fair enough. So I would say he's he's borderline, but on the on the yes side. Yeah, I think he'll definitely make but, it. But I don't think he's one of the best pass rushers of all time. Uh, maybe he is. I don't know. I am now. I'm second guessing myself, <laughs> but I, I don't. I still think he's overrated. Okay, I, I can't argue it because you're you're right. He he doesn't play a full season anymore. So no, he doesn't even play four downs. He, yeah. I mean, injuries have a lot to do with that too, but, but, and it's, it's part of the hype. He's in all the commercials, you know, he's at the TV shows and you know, that's, I think that's the, part of being, being overrated, I guess. Part of the hype of Watt is he just seems to make big plays at right times. I think he's the one that set them off in that game last year, that comeback. I yeah. think he made a big sack or a fumble or a sack fumble or something and, and really got that comeback with him. He's a, definitely a good locker room guy and a good teammate and a mm-hmm. good guy all, all around. I know, I, and I don't want to bash JJ Watt. I mean, but I just think he's on the overrated side. Okay, all right. I can't argue with that. Yeah. So, so underrated. Who you got underrated? I have, I have two. Again, it was hard for me to Houston. I have Brandon Fells as underrated, and I have uh, Fells, Darren Fells, the tight end. Oh, Darren! I think you said Brandon. Fels. I may like, have... who the hell is Brandon? Who the hell is Brandon Fells? <laughs> I may have said Brandon, but Darren Fells. Okay, no, sorry, Darren Fells. Okay, and then uh, Justin Reed my... are my two unders for them. Underrated. Okay, I like it. I, I I I had Justin Reed initially written down, but I crossed him out. Okay, go ahead, elaborate a little on that if you want. Darren Fells. I don't know if people realize it because I didn't know this until I looked it up. He we had seven touchdowns last year. He was the third most tight end. He was tied for third most touchdowns by a tight end. Okay, and he had a breakout thirty-three-year-old season. That's amazing to me. So, <laughs> <laughs> when I was when I was looking into him, I was like, "Man, he's this old." That's exactly what I thought. Yeah. That was funny. 
So that's what I have on him. And then and Reed, I just think he's one of the better young safeties in football. So, okay, yeah, I I, I think an underrated uh, for the Texans is their linebackers as a as a group. Okay, I actually had a couple of them that I were gonna put. So and I think McKinney is good. Cunningham's good. I think those guys are just as a whole. I don't want to say as individuals, but as a whole group, they're they're an underrated group. Okay, I almost put Merciless as my underrated. Yeah, and Merciless as well. Yeah, those. I think it's it's a better better uh, linebacking core than that they get talked about or credit for. Okay. And the other player I have as an underrated is the guy you mentioned before, Duke Johnson. Okay. I think they should have just given him the shot to be in every down back. I think Cleveland should have did that at one point in time. I think the Texans should do it now, but instead they traded for David Johnson, who's going to play for three weeks and not let Duke Johnson get a starting role. But that's my guy. He's my underrated player and my breakout candidate because I think David Johnson will be done after three weeks. Okay. That's interesting. Uh, I think think Duke could catch passes good out of the backfield. I think he could be an every down runner. Yes, I agree. He's like a he's like a receiver out of the backfield. Yeah, very very talented player. Yep. Okay, I can't be mad at that because he's actually my sleeper. So for fantasy, oh, okay, he's also my fantasy sleeper as well. <laughs> I know I, I hit the trifecta again. I'm like, this is silly. <laughs> I'm just writing the same guy down for everything. So yeah, I can't be mad at that. And he's your breakout guy too, huh? Yeah. Okay, my breakout guy yeah, is Justin Reed. Okay, yeah. So. It is interesting when we're doing these that a lot of the players that are under are either our fantasy sleeper or a breakout guy at the same time. So, yeah, because I kind of threw the let's talk fantasy sleeper out as I was doing as as I was doing the breakout game. And it's like maybe that'll be a good thing. And I'm like, eh, whatever. It was it's still fun. I have a, we have a couple of different guys though. Yeah, but it's just it's interesting. I like some of these names are coming up with though. I really do. But yeah, the uh, the definite. Uh, when you when your breakout candidate's an offensive player, it tends to lean into the fantasy sleeper. Mm-hmm. I tried to lean but more I, defense on breakout just to avoid, right? Uh, to give a different name out there, you know what I mean? But I, I just thought David Johnson will be done by week three, and they'll finally let Duke Johnson get a starting role, and I think he's going to break out. That was, yeah, I'm not a big David Johnson fan anymore. I was at one point. Me too. A top five back in the league at one point. It's just I don't know what happened to him. Maybe he'll refine it in Houston. I don't know. Maybe we need to change his team. Yeah, I, I, we, I know Bill O'Brien's going to give him the chance to. So, oh, he has to, right? Yeah, he has to. He traded Hopkins for him. He's got to force feed him. Yeah. <laughs> if he gets one terrible, he's going to be your guy. He, he looked so slow running that ball out there last year for Arizona. Yep. So, well, like I said, maybe he'll refine himself in Houston. If you're a Houston fan, you yeah, got to pray that he does. Yeah, right? I mean, I don't know. I don't think it's playoffs this year for the Texans. Okay. I have – I don't know. I have to, When I get done with the rest of them, I'll let you know. Like, I have them both in Tennessee going 9-7. and seven. Yeah. Will that be good enough to get into the AFC playoffs? It might be. As a I think so. It, with the – whatever. What is it? The three three wild cards now? Yeah. Yeah, three, three wild cards. I think 9-7 and seven will be good enough. Yeah. At least the tiebreaker type role. Let me ask you this: uh, Since I have them both at night, if they, if Titans and Texans, who would you be more afraid of in the playoffs? The Titans. The Titans. Okay. Yeah. I, again, I think they're more built for the postseason. Okay. I agree. And, I didn't know if Watson would sway you if he got in. No, I mean, he's been there before. He he hasn't. They haven't really done much in the playoff appearances he's had so far. True. Outside I mean, of him, be, but. They beat the Bills last year, but it was like the Bills' first time in the playoffs since I was like 12. 
school Buffalo. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I, I agree, though. I think Tennessee was, is definitely the scarier two teams if they get into the playoffs, so. though. I, yeah, I, I, I like I the coach better, too, as well. Yes, me too. Me too. But I, you got anything else on Texans you want to bring up or no? Uh, no, just, I mean, just the Hopkins thing. That's that's such a big loss for them. Really I don't is, think they yeah. have what it. I don't think they have the receiver that could take over for it. Wolf Fuller might be the guy if he can stay healthy, because I think he's yeah. the most important part of that offense. Yeah, so, I agree. I, I don't think Cooks is it's, that guy. But no, I, I I agree. It's just a head scratcher for me. I don't know. Yeah, that's all I got on them. And their secondary kind of is kind of suspect. I know they got Brand- Bradley Roby. They picked him up. But outside of Justin Reed, I don't really trust the secondary too much. Right. I know that he was trying to talk his talk them into signing his brother too, but I don't know that that's going to happen. I thought Eric Reed was decent last year. I don't know why he didn't even sign. I don't know. I think he would be on my overrated list too, but <laughs> we don't need to get into why he's not signed. <laughs> no. I am not going down that that <laughs> that road. No way. We don't. Have we don't need to go down that road. <laughs> nope. Skip onto the Colts. <laughs> Let's get to the Colts. Okay. So the Colts last year finished seven and nine. Frank Reich is the head coach. Seventeen and fifteen record. He's got one playoff appearance. The Colts kind of, as we remember, they kind of got punched in the face before the season started with the Andrew Luck retirement, which I think is the only reason they didn't make the playoffs last year. Okay. Although Brissett did a he did a pretty decent job when he was he out did. there. He did. And I don't I don't hate Brissett. I just think he's a below average quarterback, that's all. Okay. Yeah, it was they were blindsided by it, weren't ready. Andrew Luck was like, ah, I'm not gonna play. Okay. He's not gonna play. So now we gotta let's let's start over. Yep. So to speak. That's a hard thing to recover from. To lose your franchise quarterback just out of nowhere. That's yeah. that's tough. Yeah. And and they still they still finished seven and nine. I I, I like the roster. Going over this is the one team when I was we were breaking all this down. I'm like, man, this Colts roster is really good. I I didn't give them enough credit until I really broke down into them. I really like this team. Yeah, uh, I hate to say I agree again, but I do like. I actually, if we did our power rankings, say they would be higher than the Titans on my list. Yeah, I I don't remember what mine was, but I believe I did have them higher than the Titans. I think based on. Oh, I think you did, like yeah. Tannehill as much, but but really getting into this, I think this they're they they have a legit chance to be the third best team in the AFC. Yeah. Do you think they have the best defense in their division? I think they have might have uh, a top three to four defense in the league. Okay. I thought maybe Tennessee would give them a run, in your opinion, but yeah, I agree. No, their defense I, is really good looking it over. I, give me two, that's what I was thinking. I, I wrote down top five of defense in the league. I was like, wow, this, these guys are really good. Yep. That, that I think uh, Leonard and Buckner. I think, I think Buckner's going to be big for them. There's, there's a yeah. They're they're just loaded. Yep. What's their biggest question mark before we get Phillip into the Rivers? Okay, Philip yeah. Rivers. I agree. Yeah, I mean, if and, Rivers could pl- play anything like he did a couple years ago, then I think they're clearly the the class of this division. Okay, I would not have thought that before I broke down their schedule, but I. I'm starting to get swayed on the Indianapolis Colts. Starting to jump on the bandwagon there. Yeah, I don't think it's really a bandwagon. I just think they're good. I mean, they... well, for me it is because I didn't think they were going to be that good. But okay, yeah, I got you. Look at their schedule. What do, what do you have their their record as? I have them at eleven and five. 
okay. Oh, same for me. Yeah, okay. <laughs> we were really close on a lot of these records. A, a lot of them, yeah. And, and and to be honest, I wanted to have them 13 and 3, but I, I gave them two losses kind of just because. Who, who were who, I don't, who were their four losses you gave them out of curiosity? I, I have five losses. I, oh, I have yeah, them five. Losing, These are five. I have them losing at Cleveland. Okay. In week, in week five, because if I didn't do that, they would have started 8-0, and I just didn't see that happening. Okay. I was like, they're not going to go 8-0. So I just, I just <laughs> sneak a loss in there somewhere. I'm losing at Cleveland. I'm losing to Baltimore. I'm losing at Tennessee, at Houston, and at Pittsburgh. Okay. I have them losing. We're pretty much the same, except I have them losing versus Minnesota in week two. Okay. Yeah. But everything else same at Baltimore, Tennessee, at Houston, and uh, at Pittsburgh. Yeah, I mean they're pretty the the road games, which makes sense. They're all, all games they'll probably be underdogs in. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's yeah. interesting. Cleveland, I, I, yeah, I was like, I, I think I'll lose somewhere. I was like, let me let me lose. I, I I like Cleveland more than most people do this year, probably as well. I think you do, but but that's a, it's a pretty easy schedule to start yeah, the season I don't, for them. Yeah, like they legit <laughs> could be eight and all. They could, you don't think versus Minnesota, you don't think they'll have a, a run for their I, money there? I, I think they're much better than Minnesota. Okay. I mean, Minnesota's a, a quality team, but I think they're much better. This Colts team, I came impressed, impressed with them now, a lot, yeah. Let me ask you, if it was at Minnesota, would that have swayed your opinion? It it, it, it might have. Okay. I, 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 I might have been more likely to put an L there, but I, I think they're better than Minnesota. Okay. All right. I think they're clearly better better than Tennessee and Houston, but I have them losing on the road to those two teams as well. Yeah, road games are tough, especially inside the division. So, yeah. but I just in Baltimore, obviously, that's a lot of teams are going to lose at Baltimore. Right. In Baltimore, well, even though it's in Indy, but a lot of teams are going to lose to Baltimore, I should say. But yeah, absolutely love the Colts. Yeah, uh, Dra- DraftKings had them over under set at nine. Oh yeah, I'm going over, way over on yeah, that one. Me too. <laughs> So according to DraftKings, yeah, according to DraftKings, they're the favorite to win the division as well. Okay, that's interesting. I, I honestly, I will say, I under underrated the Colts going into this today. Yeah, so they're yeah, they were the team I'm, I was most impressed with out of these four. Not even it wasn't even close. Yeah, I and if I went into this before, I would have said Tennessee, but going coming out of this, I would definitely say Indianapolis. Yeah, like you said, just looking at that roster, it's just so. It's so good. I don't know where the weak spot is. I don't. It, the question mark is quarterback, like you said. Yeah, but I mean, is it really a weak spot though? I don't think it is. It, it isn't. I mean, we're talking about uh, speaking of Hall of Fame questions. Is Philip Rivers a Hall of Famer? I think he is. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think it's a question. I know he doesn't have the ring, but I think it is. I think. Okay. Is. You think he's just that easy, huh? Yeah, for me it is. I've always liked Rivers. I've always thought he was. A highly underrated quarterback. So, so, so then you're easily putting Eli Manning in too. Then, oh, see, I think Rivers is better than Eli. <laughs> well, those they, they're always going to be compared. So I just they I are to throw that one out there. But I think Rivers is better than Eli. Okay, uh, uh, so fair, fair enough. I mean, Eli's got the rings, but yeah, uh, I'll yeah, go. I, we don't need to get into Eli conversation, but <laughs> no, that'll be saved for another time. Yeah. <laughs> So I personally don't right. think he, I personally don't think Eli should be in the Hall of Fame, but he will be. Okay. Yeah, I, he will be. He definitely will be. He'll be one of yeah. those guys that definitely makes it in. 
Oh, two Super Bowls and your last name is Manning. Okay, in. Yeah. <laughs> they might not even make him wait the five years. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they might just throw him in now. Yeah, right? That's fine. Uh, that'd be, that's great. Oh. All right. Do you have anything else on the calls before we break down their no, overrated, underrated? No, uh, not, not from a schedule standpoint, no. Yeah, that's the only thing I really had was – yeah, yeah. The, the thing I wrote was they could, they could start eight and zero, so I got to get a loss in there somewhere. Yeah, I could really now I'm, I could really see them starting eight and zero. Yeah, I I, I don't think Jack they will. Will, but, Jets, Chicago, Cleveland, Cincinnati, Detroit. Yeah, who who who? I mean, like Minnesota's the best team they play. At Chicago yeah, could be team. tough. At Cleveland, mm-hmm. so it's like one of those road games they'll probably lose. Yeah, that is really in there. They could. And then at, I almost I do have them beaten Green Bay. I know you do too. Yeah. So I think they're a lot better than Green Bay. Yeah. I'm not, uh, not high on Green Bay this year either. That's interesting. We had them 11 and 5, and we had them losing the same games almost. Yeah. Besides one. How about that? All right. All right so, so who you got overrated on this team? I found it really hard to find an overrated player on this team. Yeah. Right. And I came out with Jack Doyle. Jack Doyle. All right. I don't know why he's <laughs> overrated, but I like it. I, I had the hardest time finding. I think I. So here's what I had. I, I'm gonna tell you the people I've had and crossed off. It's hilarious. I had Xavier Rhodes. Okay, let me tell you who I have first okay, before you go, go through your list. All right, I have Xavier Rhodes, which I thought was a little ridiculous because he's coming over as a free agent. But sure, he's okay. a little he's a little overrated. He was pretty bad last year. And I also have uh, T. Y. Hilton, and I okay, love T- I, I love T. Y. Hilton, but I just don't think he's a number one receiver. Okay, that's that's all. I I I, I was I'm with you. It was hard to get the overrated player. I think Ty is a little overrated. He's kind of a do one thing kind of guy, but we'll see. With with okay. Rivers this year, we'll see. He was great with Luck. He wasn't so great with Brissett last year. He had his couple games, but we'll see. He was on my list that I crossed off. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Run through your was... uh, Rhodes, Rivers, and Hilton were the guys I I crossed off on this list. That's funny. Uh, Hilton, I think I crossed him off because I want to see what he'll do. I, because of Brissett, like they didn't have time, right. you know what I mean? And he was so banged up last year. If he year comes too. out again this year and doesn't have a great year, then yeah, I'll have him as my overrated next year, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah I agree. That's funny. So yeah, Jack Doyle is the only guy I can come up with. <laughs> Jack Doyle. I don't know. Why is he even rated, though? I mean, I, don't, I think people were thinking he's going to be how, better now that. Uh, how. How's he overrated? Though? I don't know. <laughs> I think people think he's going to be better now that the other tight end's gone. He's the guy now. I think he's going to get drafted higher than he should in fantasy. They 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 have the dual tight ends again. They have Trey Burton. They brought true. I, just, I don't know. I think people, I think Trey Burton's the better tight end, and I think Doyle's going to be the guy drafted first. I don't know. I think that's just the fantasy football side of you coming Maybe. out saying he's uh, over. Maybe it is. <laughs> it might be. I couldn't find anybody else that I wanted to put there. No, that's funny, though. It's like, I don't think Jack Doyle is very rated at all. I was like, it was just funny. It might be the, the thing. It might be the overrated. He's a one trick. I don't know. That's all I could come up with. I didn't want to put Hilton. I didn't want to put Rhodes because he it's just came good. over. So It's all good. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. I did. Uh, so who you got for underrated? Uh, here's team? my underrated. Is, is you're gonna? I think you're gonna question my underrated too. Is Marlon Mack? Marlon Mack. Okay, no, I, I like yeah. it. He was top ten in yards and touchdowns last year as a running back. I don't think he. I don't think if you name top ten running backs, I, I don't think people will name him in their top ten. No, I, I think he's 
he's a, a great candidate as underrated. Okay. And, and it even shows by them drafting uh, Taylor in the second yeah. round this year, right? Yep. That just shows that that even they don't totally believe it. Yeah, I, I see people talking about Hines being the guy on that team over over Mac, and it, it blows my mind. Yeah. So. Yeah, you're. Yeah. No, that's a good call. I, I don't have one individual. I I have the defense as a whole as underrated. I just think they're awesome. All those guys on defense. I mean, Leonard, Buckner. Uh, I don't know. I'm trying to think of some of these other guys off the top of my head, but but they're just Kenny Moore. Rocky Sin, all these guys I think are very underrated players. Rocky Sin, one of the best names. Yeah, right. I mean, how 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 could you not be underrated with a name like that? Yeah, I, their defense really surprised me how good their defense was. So, yeah, really, really great team. I, I was more impressed with this team than I thought it was. Gonna I think be. we we focused or we found their weak spot though. I think it's Xavier Woods. <laughs> Yeah, it, it could. David be. Rhodes is definitely their their weak spot, though. So, who you got as a as a breakout? Candidate? My breakout and my sleeper are the two are the same player. So, uh, it's Paris Campbell, okay. the receiver. Uh, that's the same guy I have okay. too. I love Paris. Me Campbell. too. I'm all. The only thing it worries me is coming off the injury, but he was the same yep, guy. Yep. Okay. He's just so fast. And yeah, he's great. And 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 I wrote down Michael Pittman Jr. and Jonathan Taylor as well. Okay. But the rookies, I, I know it's you don't really want to say rookies are breakout candidates, but I think both of those guys could also fall into that category. Okay. You would rank Campbell ahead of Pittman on the fantasy radar? No. No, you have Pittman ahead of Campbell. No, no, I'm sorry. Yes. Okay. No, I, I'm, I'm thinking, thinking backwards. I have Campbell first, then Pittman, okay. yes. Let me ask you this sneaky it, question. Is okay. Campbell, would he be your number one receiver from the Colts on fantasy? No, it's still, still take UI but, over him, but yes, okay. just just straight straight drafting. Yeah, oh, definitely. Okay. Fair enough. Campbell's Campbell's a late round sleeper, daily fantasy kind of cheaper. Player. Oh, I love him in daily. That's where I like Campbell. Yeah, I love him daily. So, all right, that's interesting. Yeah, Campbell. I didn't think you were gonna have Campbell yeah. to be honest with you. You know, I love. Campbell. I thought it was gonna be Taylor. Yeah. It, it, I don't know. I think they have all those running backs. I think they're going to use the three of them. I think they're kind of going to be fantasy irrelevant, to be honest with you. Okay. I can see that. You know, Hines is going to play, Mac is going to play, and Taylor is going to play. So I think they're going to cancel each other out. Well, let me. I'm going to run a comparison by you and tell me what you think. They kind of remind me of the 49ers backfield. Yeah, I, I, I like it. So we're the, I think all, any one of them, whoever the hot hand is, I think is who's going to be playing that day. Yeah, I mean, definitely. Definitely could agree with okay. that, yeah. I don't mean to sneak the 49ers in every episode, but. Oh. No, that's okay. <laughs> I, I got you. So, All right, so we both have the Colts winning the division. All right. Yeah, and and we both think that Phillip Rivers is the biggest question mark. Yeah. <laughs> I just, can he still do it? That's my question mark, question for him. Yeah, it's a new, new city. New, I mean, him and Frank Reich have a lot of – Familiar, uh, fam- I can't say the word familiar. I, you know what I'm saying. I'm trying to say here. I know what you mean. Familiar from from, from the time when they were, yeah, from the time when they were in San Diego. You know. Yeah. Okay. I I, I think he'll be good for them though. I do. So, I, I do. I, I think that team is clearly the best team in the division. I can't argue it. I just Rivers has got a. I I don't. I, I don't know. 
I don't see a weak spot, like I said, outside of – I know I said Xavier Rhodes, but that's – Right. That's it. That's the only weak spot I see. And I actually think they might be my top three team if I did the power rankings. I might actually put them ahead of Buffalo. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, yeah, no, that's what I was saying. They could be a top three. Yeah. I'm glad we did this division because I would not have respected the Colts like I do today. Yeah, see? Yeah. So. So yeah, okay. One last one last thing here before we get, get we wrap this up. Give me your your, your top four coaches oh. in in this division. Rank rank them from four All to right. one for me, and then I'll just go through and give you my number four is Marone. Okay. Number three, I have O'Brien. Okay. Number two, I have Reich. And number one, I have Brady. Okay. Yeah, that's exactly what I, I, I assumed you were going to have that as well. I have Marone four, O'Brien three, I have Rabel two, and Frank Reich one. Okay. I had a feeling we were going to be different on those two. Okay. What is it about Reich? I, I, I think Reich is, is, was a big part of why the Chargers were good when they were good. And as soon as he was gone, they kind of took a couple step, steps back. And then he went over to the Colts. I think the only reason they weren't good last year was because of the Andrew Luck. They didn't make playoffs was because of Andrew Luck. Yeah. And what did you say they went? Seven and nine, you said? Seven and nine they yeah. were last year, yeah. That is a really good job considering lost the quarterback that late. That is right. That is I maybe I didn't give him enough credit. I just think I like Vrabel a lot. So No, and I'm not like Vrabel. I mean it's not like I'm ranking right way up here and Vrabel way down yeah. here, but let me ask you this between two and three, there's a big gap, you think, or no? I do. I don't think we give Bill O'Brien enough credit. I think we hate on him a little too much. I think so too. But... He's he's not in that class with those guys. I don't believe so. Uh, I think the Hopkins trade just pushed me over the edge for him. That that was it. I, yeah, maybe I can. Yeah, but that's more Brian's of the head coach O'Brien. Yeah, right. That's that's more of the problem. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I can't argue with that. I I, but yeah. I agree. Yeah, the, the the AFC South man, better division than I thought. Than I thought. Yeah, outside of Jacksonville, those other three teams could be pretty competitive. Yeah, they could have three playoff teams from this division. Yeah, that's I would not have I would not have said that yesterday. <laughs> Man, I, would, I I want what I want to do. Let me ask. If, I think we should do another power rankings over all, all the divisions and see if our opinions change. Oh my gosh, yeah. we, we we can do that. And I mean, by that time, we'll be into sometime near late June. Yeah. So we'll be getting ready to talk some fantasy when we get in there. But yeah, I, I like this. I like the AFC South. I think it's a good division to start with because it's an interesting division. Yeah, absolutely. So, which I don't think remember a lot of times you can say it's out. Right? Yeah. Good stuff. So we'll hit, hit up to NFC South next yeah. time? Yeah, let's just go. Uh, we'll just hit the division then hit their counterpart in the other conference. Sounds like a plan. So I'm excited to talk NFC South. I know we're going to differ on some stuff in there. Yeah, I know. There will, there'll be some... Some some hot topics involving the Minnesota Vikings, you know that. No, this is the the oh. Tampa division, right? We're doing Tampa. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm in the north. I, yeah, yeah, you're right. I don't. Yep, you're right. That's why we're going to definitely so, disagree so yeah, on so, Tampa. <laughs> some Tampa thoughts, right? I'm, I'm I don't ask where my head's at. Yeah, you're right. We're definitely going to be all different on Tampa Bay. I'm excited for that. Oh, yeah. So, but but yeah, AFC South, good stuff, man. I think we. We we hit a lot of uh, interesting thoughts here. I agree. I agree. I, I think it was a fu- it's fun. I think it'll be a fun project to do for the next couple episodes, breaking down the divisions. Yes. 
Yes, and then I think we're going to lead it into like a little playoff predicting kind of thing, right? That's yeah, plan. absolutely. So, so it'll be exciting. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, it was fun. It was. I think we 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 agreed on a lot. I don't know that we disagreed enough, but hey, one day that's all right. There'll be different divisions. <laughs> yeah. All right. So till next time, Overripe Banana Sports Podcast. Signing out. Thanks for listening to the Overripe Banana Sports Podcast. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at Bananas Overripe. And like us on Facebook by searching Overripe Bananas Sports Podcast.